Welcome back, everybody. This is episode number 142 of Hooked on Sports. My name is John Flint. Thank you so very much for listening in once again. It is the Monday after Christmas, means that we're going to have two more podcasts coming up. Um, to to round out 2021. So, I so to, I can't wait for Thurs thir- for Thursday's edition. There's gonna be a lot of predictions on Thursday, including the most significant television event uh, coming up in the new year next week. So, you, I, I'll definitely give you predictions for that television event. But we, we, we've got some, we got a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of what we saw this weekend, weekend in the NFL. We'll take a look at some, some storylines in the NBA. So, I'm going to give you five games uh, to, uh, to look at for Week 16 in the NFL. Chiefs, Steelers, Bills, Patriots, Bengals, Ravens, Colts, Cardinals, and Packers Browns. So I, I want to begin though with the Kansas City Chiefs asserting themselves as the cream of the crop in the a- in the AFC. And and noted, I picked the Kansas City Chiefs preseason to go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. My my biggest pause for the Chiefs, uh, if there was one, was was the trust level on their defense. Now that they, they they faced a team with with a clueless play caller, a, a washed up quarterback, and at a franchise that that's been clinging to the past in the Pittsburgh Steelers. But give the Chiefs a lot of credit for making the Steelers do things they they didn't want to do, or I should or I should say the fans did uh, uh, didn't want to do, and the and the Chiefs defense, which had been decimated with injuries, and mind you, the the, the Chiefs had had a lot of COVID issues. Uh, throughout the course of uh, of the week, with Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, um, among, among others, being put in the COVID protocols, Tyree Kill cleared the protocols. Kelsey didn't, and and I think even without Travis Kelsey, I, there was no doubt in my mind that Patrick Mahomes was going to win that game. And and and, and Pat Mahomes, twenty three of thirty. Uh, 258 yards passing, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Byron Pringle, so he need to step up uh, in terms of of the, of the volume in the passing game without Kelsey. He had six catches for 75 receiving yards and a pair of touchdowns. And 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 then then complimentary on the defense, the three three turnovers, the the two fumbles and an interception, and they only allow 3.8 yards per pass attempt. In in the in the uh, in the game on Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers and and, and look it's you you could look at uh, at a lot of different uh, contenders in the AFC and and there there are a bunch of them so who who, ha- who have a who have a case to make a deep run in in the NFL uh, and in the playoffs and we'll get to some of those teams later on in this segment but. I, I I think that the the Chiefs the way they they've been playing complimentary football the last two months ha, ha, has just been majestic and Steve Spagnuolo has done a phenomenal job um uh get, getting the, getting the focus back on defense and the the, the job that um and Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy have done uh with the offense that that's been sensational and that's been. Uh, majestic and spectacular. The Kansas City Chiefs have not lost a game 
in the, is, is since the Tennessee game on October 24th. They, they have run the table since then. And, and when you have Patrick Mahomes as your starting quarterback, and when you have Andy Reid, one of the great coaches in the history of the NFL, future Hall of Fame coach, um, uh, in the saddle and... And when when you have the culture, when you have the uh, and when you have the front office, and when you have everything that that lines up, it it, it all screams Chiefs, and and and, and where they stand in terms of going to going to the Super Bowl. Now, on the flip side, the Steelers to- culture is toxic. Now, mind you, I picked the Steelers to be the Tennessee Titans two weeks ago, and I was right because there was more anti-Titans than. Pro Steelers, but 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 this doesn't take away from the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers are broken, and Matt Canada had no idea uh, what he what he was doing calling the plays, and and Ben Roethlisberger was a pumpkin, uh, 159 yards passing on 35 attempts, and uh, and then Najee Harris, who I thought was solid, 93 yards rushing, but then the the Steelers called plays, and they 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 couldn't go anywhere. Uh, uh, through the air, and so, and and the the Chiefs' defense was was min- was minimizing damage of uh what, that the Steelers' offense was trying to make, and and you know and you know like with Juju Smith Schuster and all the TikToks and 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 the Steelers celebrating went down went down twenty three nothing, and and Jim Nance calling out the, the the Steelers and their. And their lack of effort and and lackadaisical nature that that the franchise has been uh, has been doing doing with the last three years. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are are are, um, are, are a team that's that, that a isn't going to make the playoffs and b that they're they're, they're going to have to make some changes and and if 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 that means letting go of something they've been clinging on to in the past like like Ben Roethlisberger then. Then draft a quarterback, and uh, you you had the perfect prospect for the uh, for the town, Kenny Pickett, uh, that is going to be in the draft. And the Pittsburgh Steelers should should use their first round pick to draft the next franchise quarterback in Kenny Pickett. So that would that would be sensational for for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So so that that's the first game, and now now let's go to a couple of other uh, important games uh, f- from the AFC. The Bills. Smacked the Patriots. The final score was thirty-three to twenty-one. But so by the, the, the feel of that game was that the final score, uh, the margin was a lot larger than it actually was. And Mr. Mac Jones, uh, he had another bad outing. He was fourteen of thirty-two passing, one hundred forty-five yards, zero touchdown passes, two interceptions, and and what the Bills were able to do, they they were st- they were able to establish a tone early in the game with. So with, with with Josh with the connection with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and Isaiah McKenzie, Isaiah McKenzie n- needed a big game with the absence of Gabe Davis and and the absence of Cole Beasley who were unavailable due, due to uh, COVID protocols. Eleven catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. And listen, Isaiah McKenzie is going to get a lot of, is going to get a lot of opportunities down down the stretch of the season. Uh, with 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 the way he played against against the uh, the NFL's number one pass defense, and you you gotta give him a lot of credit. Brian Dable deserves a lot of credit for uh, for u- utilizing Isaiah McKenzie the right way, and and the Bills had 428 total yards of offense in the game. Josh Allen. 314 yards passing, three touchdowns. The Bills' defense stepped up. 
uh, when, when it mattered, creating the takeaways, scoring touchdown, uh, uh, scoring touchdowns. Uh, and this was an important road win, I thought, for the Buffalo Bills because this was a team uh, that needed a win against uh, against a, a, a solid team on the road. They ha they ha to me they haven't had a a victory like this in two and a half months when they went uh, that Sunday night game in Kansas City. So that so that's important for the Bills to gain confidence and and to get some swagger as they enter the playoffs, but. I had Buffalo losing six games and winning eleven. That that was the preseason pick, the, and and people people are all over me for saying, oh, what? Why are the Bills not the Super Bowl? Uh, are are not not thirteen, fourteen wins instead of eleven? Well, they've been inconsistent all year, and I had the Bills winning eleven games, and they're going to win eleven games because right now they're nine and six, and they have. The, the Atlanta Falcons next week, and then they have the Jets to round out the season at home, and both should be, uh, the Buffalo should be able to win both of those games with the way they've been beating up on lowly opponents all season long, so, the tr uh, huge win for, for the Bills, that, that, it, they, that, that was the confidence booster they need going into the playoffs, but, so, uh, but uh, I do want to uh, uh, keep the tabs open on, on the Bills discussion here, and then go to to another game here, the Bengals just demolished the Baltimore Ravens, and and the Ra Ravens defensive coordinator Don Martindale say uh, had some colorful comments on Joe Burrow uh, and and the Bengals, and and uh, saying not to crown the uh, the the Bengals to the media just yet. Well, Joe Burrow threw for 520. Five passing yards and four touchdowns and zero interceptions against Don Martindale's defense. So, so take that, Don Martin, Don Wink Martindale, and and Joe Burrow has been such a sensational story in the NFL in the NFL this year. There's. Uh, there, there wasn't a, uh, there wasn't a guarantee that he would be able to recover and be a hundred percent or be be better than 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 he ever was and and this was the this was the best game of Joe Burrow's young, young career uh, in the in the NFL and the fact that he was able to do that twice uh, twice though for four hundred yards or more and three touchdowns or more against a well coached Ravens team in the same in the same season one on the road in week seven and uh, and the other. Uh, at home in uh, in Paul Brown Stadium on on uh, on Sunday that that speaks volumes about uh, about what what Joe Burrow is capable of doing and 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 the results have sp uh, spoken for themselves the Bengals right now are nine and six they're in control of their own destiny they can uh, uh, if they if they win the next two games they're going to be AFC North champions. And 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 that that's gonna be tremendous tremendous uh, accomplishment here for the Cincinnati Bengals, and and it also helps when the Bengals have as good a trio of wide receivers as there is in the NFL. T. Higgins was was outstanding, twelve catches for 194 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Jamar Chase seven catches 125 yards, and Tyler Boyd three catches for 85 yards and a touchdown. And and Joe Mixon. Uh, was relevant. Eight, uh, 65 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown, and six catches for 70 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. So every everything came up Bengals here, and 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 575 total yards of offense. That that's gonna win you 99.9% .9 of the time, and and that time it did for the 
Cincinnati Bengals. And then you look on the flip side. Baltimore, right now, Baltimore is probably, I don't think the Ravens are going to make the playoffs. And when you, when you look at where, where things are in the, in the AFC standings, that the, that, that, that you have Cincinnati and then you have, then, then you have a cluster in, in the AFC North with Baltimore at 8 and 7, Pittsburgh at 7, 7 and 1, and then Cleveland at 7 and 8. We're going to get into that game in just a little bit, but, but but the way the Bengals have been playing all all, all year ha, ha, has been nothing short of spectacular, and, and this is and scoring twenty seven point three points per game, uh in, in their in their first fifteen games that that is a incre- an incredible sight for, uh for a Bengals team that that that's, that that need, needs his confidence and this feel good story for Cincinnati and all the diehard Bengals fans. Uh, in in there too, and and I do want to hearken what I uh, something I said way back in January on on January sixth was when when the when I I thought the Bengals uh, had no choice but to keep Zach Taylor because they needed the continuity with Joe Burrow. Well, Zach Taylor is going to be in the conversation for Coach of the Year. Z- Zach Taylor, so the the, the, the way he, the way he's been whispering to to Joe Burrow and that offense that that that's been. That, that that that's been part of the deal here, and, and one of the uh, one of the uh, w- one of the antidotes for the, the for the Bengals' success here. So, yeah, I I think if I think the Bengals have been outstanding, and they they've been the best team, and and Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in the in the division, and. And and you think and you think about Lamar Jackson in that division. When you think of Ben Roethlisberger, and, and then you think of Baker Mayfield. We're gonna get into into Baker Mayfield in, in just a little bit. But but the the, the team the team with the best co- with the, the team with the best quarterback in the division is usually the one that that wins the division and goes to the playoffs. And 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 that that that's the case in Buffalo. That's the case in Kansas City. And. And, and and I I would argue that's the case for the Tennessee Titans. And I know Tannehill. I I I, I never never trust him. But to Tannehill, Wentz wouldn't 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 not or wouldn't have a conversation about uh, about what what the what the, what those cats did. So uh, that that's a tremendous tremendous job by. So uh, and even even for, even for for the ownership, the ownership has taken a lot a lot of heat from my uh, from other uh, from from many people, myself included. But so but but Joe Burrow is a special type of quarterback, and Joe Burrow is a special talent that said so that that had a special season at LSU to uh, to prove himself, and then and then the, the Bengals have given him the uh, have given him uh. Uh, an, an ample amount of opportunities and, and an ample amount of support, uh, drafting Jamar Chase and the and the rapport they already had when they were together at LSU, and t- uh, and then T Higgins was has been great, and and Tyler Boyd, the veteran, has been uh, excellent as well. The, the, this this is the type of team that 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 I think uh, could could make a run at the playoff, uh, run and win a playoff game, and. Conversation here. Next, next thing is the 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 Indianapolis Colts knocking out the Arizona Cardinals, and and listen, uh, there there are two two takes there. One, the, the Indianapolis Colts uh, had had a bit had a big COVID mess uh, th- th- uh, this week with Quinton Nelson going on DIR, and same thing with um, 
It's the uh, same thing with the Darius Leonard, who has been an outstanding linebacker for, for, for many years with Indianapolis. But so but but the, the, the Colts were decimated with, with COVID uh, with with, with uh, on the COVID bug and and still still didn't matter to them and and that that's a credit for Frank Reich and what, what he was able to do and Carson Wentz I thought say he he was solid and he 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 had a fantastic touchdown throw in the in the fourth quarter and Jonathan Taylor another 100 yard rushing day the Colts are nine and zero when he gets to 100 more more rushing yards and. And and he and the Colts are 0 6 when he fails to reach that mark. So Jonathan Taylor is is absolutely in the discussion for the NFL MVP. I would put Jonathan Taylor at number two behind behind Aaron Rodgers. We're based on based on the Packers right now, and and and, and right now I think the uh, the the Colts COVID concerns have not not been not been a big deal, and the defense has <coughs> stepped up, and the offensive line, which has been a makeshift. And remember, the the Colts offensive line was hammered, so uh, by by injuries uh, uh, this past week, but but they were still able to uh, to, uh, to play together as a cohesive unit. And Wentz deserves a lot of credit for. For for keeping them honest and and keep and keeping them together and keeping them focused and and Frank Frank Reich has 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 a, a swagger going on with him and and the and the and the Colts are are a team that nobody wants to face in the playoffs so that's excellent for the Colts on the other side the Arizona Cardinals sheesh that that that, that I, I could argue that there, there were moments in the game where I thought the Cardinals had the momentum and, and they had the vibes going on and and and, and thought with the, with all the Colts issues that they had, they had a great opportunity to win to win a, to win and 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 clinch the playoff spot by themselves they, they were able to clinch uh, the playoff spot when when the Rams beat Minnesota last night yesterday. So credit the Cardinals and credit the front office led by Steve Kime to getting them there. But, geesh. Uh, so three so three things about Arizona. Cl- uh, Cliff Kingsbury's play uh, play calling down the stretch was mind boggling. That 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 and and the the clock management was bad and. And 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 the, and the the Cardinals were own uh, are they lost three straight games after starting the season ten and two. And remember, remember when the Cardinals uh, were were going to be the one seed in the in the in the NFC playoffs and ha- and have everyone go through Arizona to get get to the Super Bowl. I mean that 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 talk has ju- uh, is is out the window right now. And 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 right now you look at uh, you you look at. Kingsbury, and then th- there's got to be some scrutiny here when you look at Kyler Murray, and and Kyler Murray did not did not have much of a pocket presence, especially in the fourth quarter on 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 Saturday night, and and he he had, he had to be more aware of what what was going on, and it it sucks that DeAndre Hopkins is not available, and that and that's a significant injury. So, but if you're the Arizona Cardinals, you you need you, know, you need to uh, th- think you need to think about how how can we win without DeAndre Hopkins, and, and and right now I don't think the Cardinals have have many answers, and 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 AJ other than AJ Green potentially stepping up, but AJ Green had had some, had some strong plays on on Saturday. Zach Ertz had uh, had eight receptions on Saturday. Some, uh, but but a couple of things uh, that 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 preceded this, I don't, uh, I think, just should also 
undergo some scrutiny, and 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 that that's been a uh, that's been a trend of coaches going from college to the uh, directly from college to the NFL for the first time without any NFL experience, and and, and you you look at some of the coaches uh, that that have come straight from college. Urban Meyer, he he was a flat out mess. Matt Rule ha- has not been has not panned out. He's been come nowhere close to any any sort of expectation here when when you look at the Panthers. So, but but Cliff Kingsbury going straight from from the Big Twelve to the NFL, I I think that that's something to be to be worth noting there. And and then how about the Big Twelve quarterbacks? And and I I remember going ballistic on draft night about uh, uh, in twenty eighteen about Baker Mayfield and and, and him uh, not not being uh, not going to pan out in the NFL because the the Big Twelve never never has defenses. So I I think when when you look at the Cleveland Browns, uh, we'll, we'll get into them in a second. So but but Kyler Murray it w- was was a Big Twelve quarterback and he he won the Heisman in Oklahoma just like Baker Mayfield and and, and now, there's there's going to be a lot of questions with with the Arizona Cardinals at, at the quarterback position if if Kyler Murray uh, can't get it done in the playoffs and can't get it done when it when it, when it matters the most so. So, so uh, uh, I I think the Cardinals need, need a lot of uh need to see, see a lot more from Kyler Murray. I I think that I, I think the Cardinals are gonna uh, have a great opportunity and they're gonna have a a a, a good opponent in the in a playoff t- uh, next two weeks in in the playoff tune-up when when they play the Cowboys on the road on Sunday in front of a national audience and when they. When they play the last week of the season at home against the Seattle Seahawks, and what's probably going to be the last game for Russell Wilson and and Pete Carroll with with Seattle, but Big Twelve quarterbacks in the NFL not named Patrick Mahomes don't have a good track record in the NFL. You look at Sam Bradford, you look at Johnny Manziel before A and M transferred over to the SEC. When you look at Baker Mayfield, when you when when you look at when when you look at a, a a lot of other options when you when it comes to uh a, a Big Twelve quarterbacks in the NFL, but some but but right but right now Kyle Murray if if uh, and I would argue that Kyle Murray is is the most talented of, of all the non Mahomes Big Twelve quarterbacks that have come in that, that have come out uh of college last uh, last decade, but. But I, but there's going to be a lot of scrutiny on Kyler Murray because because the Cardinals bolted from Josh Rosen and and they they wanted to quickly turn their attention on building an offense surrounded by Kyler Murray instead of uh, an offense that that was broken and needed changes and and all that stuff and credit time for for putting a strong roster together full of dudes particularly. Uh, on the offensive side of the football, whether whether it's through free agency, whether it's through the draft, whether it's whether it's through trade, give Kim credit for building the roster. But if if the Cardinals can't get it done, I think there's going to be a lot a lot of heat on on Kyle Murray, and there's going to be a ton of pressure uh, for for the Cardinals going into next season because because Kyle Murray because because at some point. Kyler Murray is going to, going to need to wonder: Is he worth the other contract extension? And are you are you going? Is he worth forty million dollars a year? That that's that's what the demands are going to be in a, in a couple of years when when the contract negotiations go on between 
between the Cardinals and and, and Kyler Murray and his agents. So a, a lot of questions need to be answered uh, about about can Kyler Murray win win big time football games. And and by the way, so since the Cardinals have started the season seven and zero. The Kyler Murray has only won one game in the last two months, and, and that that was the and and that that was the, the their last win to, uh, to put them at at ten and two. And Colt McCoy led them to to the victories over San Francisco and and Seattle on the road. And and, and ever since that seven zero start, and since Rasul Douglas <laughs> the, uh, uh, picked them off at the end of that game. In uh, in week eight against the Packers, I mean the the Cardinals have not uh, have have rarely been the same since then. So, it's so tr- excellent win for the Colts. Uh, a lot more questions than answers right now when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals. And finally, the last game I wanted to talk about Baker Mayfield and uh blowing it up against the Packers. And 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 let let let's take a look at some of the positives here for the Cleveland Browns. That so that uh, that. I thought the Browns' defense uh, pl- played played pretty well in in the fir- uh, uh, g- given the circumstance and given and and given the the inopportune plays that the Browns and Baker Mayfield made. I thought the Browns' defense uh, did everything they can to to keep the Packers uh, to keep the. Uh, to keep the Packers from blowing that game open in uh, in the second half, and at the half it was twenty-one to twelve, and then and then Nick 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 Chubb ran wild on them in the second half, but but this this was a bad job by Kevin Stefanski and and hit his play calling and clock management and and the and the Packers' inability to stop the run were were glaring for uh were were glaring alarm signs for the Packers, but. So, but, but Baker Mayfield uh, th- threw a, threw a great thing away. It would have been a great opportunity for, uh, for for the Browns to to a- actually make a statement victory for once to go go to Lambeau and beat the Packers and spoil their party, uh, f- uh in in terms of getting getting the one seed. So, but 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 Baker Baker Mayfield has proven he's not the answer for the Cleveland Browns, and it's time for for Baker Mayfield to to, to say bye bye to Cleveland and. And time for the Browns to pick a next franchise quarterback. So I, I think that was a really bad job by so by Stefanski. Bad job by uh by by the Browns on on Saturday because they they had they had a great opportunity uh to to redeem themselves after their their really their bad loss to Vegas on on Monday uh, and then. Then they they come up with another mind-numbing loss. Uh, two, two weeks in a row, they they lost a a, a game by two points. So one against the Raiders and then one against the Packers. And and then on the other side, the the genius of Aaron Rodgers continues to grow. Rodgers threw for three touchdowns in the first half and uh, and breaking the the franchise record for career touchdowns set by Brett Favre. He threw 443, 444, and 445 uh, in 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 the victory on Sunday, on Saturday, and and Aaron Rodgers is is in the discussion for and for MVP right now because 
the, the Packers are 12 and 3. They, they, they're the one seed in the NFC if the season were to end, end today. And, and, and the Packers, with, with, the, with, with some of the issues on defense and the injuries, and with, with the special teams being atrocious all year, Aaron Rodgers has, has put the team on his back again. And it's definitely going to be a, a, a topic of discussion when it comes to the MVP race, when it comes to uh, what the Packers can do in the playoffs. And and, and right now, if I, if I were to, to pick a representative for the NFC and the Super Bowl, there, there are a, a lot of different names you, know, you, you can throw out there, but... I think the Green Bay Packers, uh, with, with the teams having to go to Lambeau and and play uh, against against the the best quarterback in the conference, I think that that is a tall order for a lot of different teams, yeah, including the Dal- including the Dallas Cowboys, who who uh, who have a, uh, have a strong defense. That, so, but I I think the Cowboys could certainly uh be competitive in a potential playoff game with the Packers. I think. Uh, I, we'll see what the Buccaneers' health is uh, between now and and if if they have to face Green Bay, we'll see what what the LA Rams are, are capable of and and if if they're actually back. So, but I I think if you're the Green Bay Packers, I think you have a lot to uh, to to feel good about in terms of securing the number one seed in in in, in the NFC. Okay, so there's not much news going on in Major League Baseball with uh, with the lockout and no no signs of progress there. No no real signs with the National Hockey League because they've been in a COVID mess themselves. And 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 with college football, I'm going to give you all of my predictions for for the college football playoff games between Cincinnati and Alabama, and then Michigan and Georgia on the podcast on. Thursday, uh, uh, as part of the prediction extravaganza to end end the calendar year. So I, I'm going to give you a few topics uh, within around the NBA to uh, to uh, wrap, wrap up today's podcast. Number one, the, the the Lakers are a disaster, and and their their latest loss uh, again uh, to, to the Nets without Kevin Durant is is more proof of that that. So that Anthony Davis not being available means Russell Westbrook is likely to be a double agent, and that that's what he was on on Saturday night when 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 they lost to the Nets, and 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 the Lakers right now should be more concerned about their team rather than have all the fans be up in up in arms about the change from the Staples Center to the Crypto.com Arena and. It's really a sting for, for the Lakers fans. In a related story, the the the, the bigger sting is on, on on the basketball court, and uh, right now the Lakers are are unmitigated dumpster fire, and so and and he, and Russell Westbrook is a stat chaser, and he's and he's having the, the lowest numbers of, of his uh, of uh, in in his career in in ten years, and. And and, and 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 when you when you look at the Lakers, that you, you you're gonna look at them and and say, how the hell are are the the Lakers where they are in in the Western Conference? Well, so they're they're 16 and 18. Uh, they are 11 and a half games behind Golden State in the say in the Western Conference for for first place, and they they've been inconsistent on the road. They've been in, they they're 10 and 10 uh, uh, on on their home court and. 
and LeBron James uh, has uh, has been able to carry the load like he has, and that was the challenge LeBron had when he uh, when he left Cleveland and went to the Western Conference, knowing that the competition would be a lot stronger in the West than it would be in 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 the Eastern Conference. So. And and, and and thinking about the Lakers schedule for for a quick moment that the Lakers uh, uh, before uh, starting with last Saturday's game had had the uh, uh, have the toughest remaining schedule in the NBA the rest of the season and 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 look they, they still have to play Golden State three more times they still got to play Phoenix twice they still got to uh, they still have to play Utah three times and 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 that that's part of the deal here when when you look at the LA Lakers and a a, a team that 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 is hammered by injuries and hammered by a lack of depth and it's it's showing up in the standings and on the flip side if you're the Brooklyn Nets you have to be feeling good about where 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 things stand with 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 the team the Nets have the best record in the East they are they they are a game and a half ahead of Chicago for 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 the best record in the East and. And, and, and rightfully so, the the Brooklyn Nets should be feeling really good about themselves, particularly how they're playing on the road. So that is a, a, another solid win for the Nets on their West Coast road trip. So I I, I thought the the best you know, the best game what uh, was the Bucks and the Celtics. And when I when I when I initially turned off the the game for to have to have dinner with my family. The the Celtics were up by 15 points, but then, but the, but then, but then when I see the final score at the end, it was 117-113 in favor of Milwaukee. So, so and and see, this is the thing about having Giannis available because that that was something uh, the uh, Milwaukee did not have for uh, for a couple weeks, and when. When Giannis is is at his best, he he he's a he's a a tour de force, and that that's what he needed to be, in order for the for Milwaukee to engineer that comfort behind victory against uh against the Boston Celtics, and uh, and if if you are the Boston Celtics, you need you need to wonder uh, why are they giving away so many games? Well. So it's it's a it's a lack of defense at 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 the end and 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 in, injuries aside and uh, that they had a lot of games that they they were capable of winning but they but they really haven't and Al Horford and Grant Williams have not uh, have have not uh, been able to overcome some of those injuries and 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 the a, a team that's been focused on defense is 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 not get, get, getting the things done at the end and and the, the and the Celtics uh ended the game uh they were up 109 to 96 with 5 minutes left and then and and then Giannis took over from there and the engineered one of the great comebacks in in Christmas NBA history so good good for him he's the so I think Giannis is the best player in the NBA and that's a that's a tremendous tremendous victory for for the Milwaukee Bucks so so that 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 was on that end of it how about Golden State what and what they were able to do to defend off the Phoenix Suns and 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 Steph Steph Curry uh, uh it had played much better on Christmas than he, than he normally has but then how about my guy Otto Porter Jr. uh who, who I, I I who took over the game when it mattered the most Otto Porter Jr. I I, I thought I loved him at Georgetown he was great in the draft process he he was a 
he was a playmaker in Washington, which, and, he, and, and which was lost in the shuffle with all the dysfunction that happened with the Washington Wizards franchise. When 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 Otto Porter is right, he he's a hell of a ball player, and now and and, he, and he's going to to get a chance to to get some minutes and maybe potentially even some starts, even well with the pending return of Clay Thompson, which which is going to be massive. Uh, for the Golden State Warriors because of, of how they've played without them and 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 Clay uh, adds the extra dynamic to that Warriors offense and that 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 is unparalleled in the NBA. So I I, I thought the Warriors are finding a way uh, the way they were able to, to beat the Suns the way they were able to beat them on their own terms. I I think I think that's a significant part of, of the deal here. When you look at the Golden State Warriors and and how Golden State and Phoenix are, are compare when when you look at the old standings. And right now, Golden State is a half game better than Phoenix in the standings. They have one one more victory, and and, and the Warriors look look like the best team in the NBA, and they, and they they look like the team that that could absolutely represent the Western Conference when it comes to getting to the NBA Finals, so fantastic job by Steve Kerr, great job by Steph, Draymond was excellent, he, he, he contributed on both, end, both ends of the court, and, and, then, and then, then the guys stepping up and the role players being able to take charge when, when being called upon, that, that's, that's a, a, another element of a championship caliber team, and that right there right now is the Golden State Warriors. How, how about the Knicks? So, the, the Knicks have been way too inconsistent for my eyes, but, but the, I, I thought I, the Christmas Day game against Atlanta w w was good. Kemba, uh, Kemba Walker has had excellent performances in each of his last two games. He had a 44-point performance against Washington, on Thursday, uh, a, a game the Knicks lost because uh, because of inconsistencies with their defense, and and then Kemba comes up with with the, the the team's first ever Christmas Day triple double, ten points, ten rebounds, twelve assists. Uh, Kemba played well on both ends of the floor, and and then Steph Van, uh, then Stan Van Gundy saying, whoa, 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 not all triple doubles are great. Well, well. They, they they are because because you know, I don't I don't know how hard it, it is for for players to get triple doubles but but having a triple double is a significant deal uh, because 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 you're contributing and being part of the team on both ends of the floor so so I don't even know what what that comment came from but but in, but in, in related story uh, Kevin Walker uh, has has been playing well since since Tom Thibodeau put him on the bench and I think. Uh, and I think that, that that's the same treatment that, that the Knicks are probably going to have to give to Julius Randle at some point. Now, Randle played well uh, uh, on Saturday against Atlanta. 25 points, 12 rebounds. So, uh, but, but Julius Randle, he, he, he's a, uh, he can turn to a pumpkin at times. And, 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 and some of the shot selections and, and some of the... It, the, the decisions he's making with the ball that 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 that's something that that drives a lot of diehard Knicks fans crazy at times but so but like give Randall credit for uh, for um you know, for for coming for coming up big on Saturday and 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 helping the Knicks to a victory and leading leading all the scores in in points on on Saturday so 
so, so that's with the Knicks. And then how about the Chicago Bulls? And and the, the Bulls were 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 on my short list of teams that could surprise people in the NBA this year. But I, but I, the, the success for the Chicago Bulls is now proving to to be more sustainable than, than flukish. And we, we we saw that on on Sunday last night when the when Zach Levine returned, uh, and they were able to take down the Indiana Pacers last night. 32 points for Zach Levine in the victory, and also a be- being a player on both ends of the floor. That that that's what a player, what Zach Levine, was advertised to do. And and the and the Bulls right now are sitting at the two slot in the in the, on the top of the Eastern Conference standings. And 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 I think that you have to think the NBA is so much better. When the Chicago Bulls are relevant, right? Because everyone knows the story about 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 the team thirty years ago with with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Phil Jackson and others. But so, but but uh, but something about the Chicago Bulls. I don't know if it's the name or uh, the name recognition or the brand recognition. So, so, something rings a special bell when the Chicago Bulls are re- are relevant and and and, be, and because they are, it's something that. No, no basketball fan should ever uh, take for granted with, with the Chicago Bulls. So that's going to do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. Oh, I can't wait for this Thursday's uh, edition. We're, we're going to do college football picks. We're going to do NFL award picks. We're going to do NFL game picks. We're going to do... Uh, and we're going to do a very special uh, type of picks, and you, you're going to find you're going to find out why on Thursday, or when we're for the last podcast of the year. So until then, so long, everybody, and and catch you all on Thursday.